Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Late Night Drive. My name is Ellie Schnitt. I'm Michaela Oakland. And we'd love to welcome you to our car. Hi, passenger princesses. Um, <laughs> Ellie is like ill, and I just, we, ch- we chatted before we started recording, and she was like, blah, blah, blah. And then we hit record, and she was like, hey, everybody. That's a true professional. You guys don't even get like I'm the. A, I'm, I'm a performer. Yeah. Um, I always say like, okay, like there's one thing I'm always going to be able to do. And okay, mm-hmm. you know, like the Michael Jordan flu game, you know, it was no, like but, his best. But ooh. you know, like the vibe of it, right? Like, I, from context clues, I can imagine he was sick and did very totally. well. Yeah, mm-hmm. totally. <laughs> when I have a reason to like not do well, mm. that's that's when the best stuff comes out for me. Because nice. I'm, I'm stubborn. <laughs> Like I performed fully with the flu myself, like I, when I was like a an actor, you know, oh my or, God. which is crazy in retrospect. Like, remember? Okay, like when I'm sick now, I like don't really go out in public, you know. I've been thinking about that recently. Like, remember motivation just in general, like the concept of wanting so badly to do something. <laughs> okay, that is not <laughs> what I was talking about. But no, we can go into that. Like, I would love to talk about that. But that's what that reminds me of. Like, when I think back to stuff I did in high school or even just college, I guess, I'd be like, I can't believe I cared enough to, like, persevere. <laughs> I used to wake up at 4 a.m. and go to the ice rink before school every day. Like, how oh, did I do disgusting. that? Given what you know about me, like, can yeah. you see that? No. I don't know. It's weird. I, I guess it's I guess just... I don't understand a lot of that stuff, though. Like, how was I going to school? Like, school started at 7.40 in the morning. It's way too early. Like, I, think... I was waking up at 6. That's crazy. I was listening to a podcast that was about um, serotonin and motivation and like how to motivate yourself to do things. And I guess that there are people who have these different types of things give them serotonin. And if you have a long-term goal, like the reaching toward that gives you a continuous bit of serotonin each time you're like going toward that. So I think that that's part of it. And I also think that's why there's some people who just really keep like people in medical school, for example, like I cannot imagine being built to do that, but that's what brings them joy somehow. And we used to be brought joy by doing stuff like that in a way. We just can't relate to that, I guess, anymore. <laughs> I don't even know what brings me joy that's effortful these days. 
the thing that I love doing the most is like aimlessly walking around. <laughs> like, <laughs> you know, like I don't, I don't know what happened. Well, I, but I, you know what? I'll say this. I've never really been that ambitious. Like I was always trying mm. to get out of stuff too. Like I was never like someone who was super, super motivated. I was like, yeah, it'll get done if it gets done. I have strong <laughs> feelings about that. I think that that's so okay. I feel like it can be really, really bad for you to live with a mindset of like a finish line in any career aspect or life aspect because crossing it will never give you what you wanted you know so I feel like if you just think it's okay if I never live up to my full potential in every way instead of constantly dreading that like some of us may often do (laughs) like I think that's fine like you're always going to change the goalpost if you live that way I don't know I mean I I think you should try to have a little bit of motivation but still at the same time it shouldn't be all you think about and care about find a way to like make yourself do stuff but I have I tried a new technique today Ooh! I saw from TikTok that if you have a hard time motivating yourself to do boring things then you should try and make them fun in some way like make them have novelty so like Mm. do your taxes in the bath or whatever um and Mm. they suggested like getting dressed up like putting on a costume or something to like (laughs) do whatever so I got I like put on a cocktail dress and I cleaned my room and honestly I wish I could tell you that it was stupid but it did I don't know if it's placebo but it did kind of work I wasn't thinking cocktail dress I was thinking like a pirate's costume (laughs) no that's what people were people like but I don't have any costumes like that you know oh right 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 out here with costumes that's interesting. Um, I like that. It's kind of like um, when you put shoes on, it like makes you do stuff. Yeah. Or when we were talking about like just putting your contacts in, you'll be more like mm-hmm. likely to do stuff that you've been putting off that day. Just yeah. those basic things of getting yourself to more of a human presence, I suppose. Yeah. I just like putting the dress on. I was like, oh. <laughs> You're like, I'm a girl who can do things. And I feel like I- that's like why people in the 50s would wear aprons and stuff. Because it would be like, okay, now it's time to do my cute cleaning stuff. And I'm going to wear my cute little apron. And I feel like it was like a... <laughs> I don't know <laughs> was, if it was, it was that, that cute. technique. Oh my God, the amount of hours that it used to take to clean. Like it still takes a long time. But the amount of like just, just awful steps it took. Like heating the water and oh, then like... Can't imagine. They didn't have any modern like lawnmowers or like... Um, like you had to get on your hands no and knees to scrub the floor. Mm. My mm. mom still does that. Well, like, why? why? Free, her. free her. Free <laughs> her. Free her. Yeah, Ellie's ill. But you know what? Mentally, I think things are improved from when you last saw her. <laughs> right? <laughs> oh, well, yeah. La- okay. I was trying to think when the last time they saw me was because we did work for the Patreon. App- well, yeah. Oh, God. Yeah. Well, yeah. That was a terrible week. <laughs> that was... That was the taint shot week. That was the taint shot week. That was um, the technology just failing me week. And it was Mm. not it was not a good week. Yeah. Last week was good, though. I was nice. Um, I felt better and I felt like I was more myself. And I went on a very good date. And yeah. And we're we're feeling pretty positively about Ellie's latest conquest, I have to say. Mustache man, whatever we're calling him. He seems, I'm tentatively supportive. (laughs) That is the first time you've said that to me in, nope, I think ever. I think that's the first time you've ever said that to me. (laughs) Okay, but I... I hope that that doesn't mean that if anything bad happens, you won't tell me. You'll still, you'll tell me, right? 
No, I'll tell you. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Love. Yeah, no, he um, seems like he seems easy to talk to. He seems like he asks questions. He seems like he takes you to fun, nice stuff and like considers what you might want. I don't know, like basic stuff, but still like a good match. Yeah. I, I, he wants to take me to the opera. Ooh. I've never been. He's like, let's get really dressed up and go to the opera. I was like, that's so sweet. Just like um, to have someone wanting to do a really fun activity, you know? That's yeah, isn't that nice? It's nice. Um, he's he's good. I think it's just he's a gr- he's a grown up. Like how old is he? Uh, Thirty four. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's a grown. But up. like I've dated. I mean, I don't know. Like of all the guys I've dated, he's definitely the most mature. Mm-hmm. So that's nice. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's not saying a whole lot, but it's nice. And um. Yeah, it was it was good. We, yeah, it was fun. We went to a fancy restaurant, and yeah, I have a hard time eating uh, in public, mm-hmm. but I did not throw up. So <laughs> I did throw up yesterday, and it you was did. it was for you guys. It was for the cause. We did a drunk episode on our Patreon that I honestly feel like everyone might really enjoy. Although <laughs> I'm avoiding it a little bit just because of the anxiety that comes with. <laughs> recording after drinking oh you were so cute you were so cute Um, i was so tired oh i forgot i didn't even realize that you were tired to be completely honest like we stopped recording and then you were like i'm so sleepy i'm going to bed and i was shocked i was like oh i thought the party was gonna keep going (laughs) and i literally was sitting there like i don't think i can do another 30 minutes like i'm gonna fall asleep like right here and you were like vibing so i was was so vibing i was really in my vibe we did not hit me right we told a lot of really fun nursery rhymes and their shocking historical origins. Ugh. If you guys, <laughs> if you guys want to check that out, honestly, really a fun one. Um, what was I gonna say? Oh, um, oh, I had some thoughts about drinking because I don't okay. really, I don't really drink. Obviously, I mean, I'm sure right. I've mentioned that offhand mm. many times. Um, maybe once every few months, or like when I was in Italy, I would get a glass of wine with dinner sometimes. I think I'm just so much happier when I don't. And I also just, if you're someone out there who struggles with sobriety, I just want to commend you and tell you to keep going. I've had trouble in the past, like, recommending podcasts to um, family members who are alcoholics just because, like, half the episodes are drunk episodes Mm -hmm. or something. And I feel like we have this very alcohol-centric world, so I always want to try to be, like careful of that um but yeah it was a fun episode and it was good (laughs) we do have a very alcohol-centric world i think i remember a couple years ago literally just being like why is every activity that anybody does at any given time revolve around alcohol like i couldn't even think of an activity that didn't involve alcohol even if we were doing an activity it was like let's Mm -hmm. go to the bowling alley and get fucked up it was like that yeah we can we could we (laughs) even if you just sit down at a restaurant the first thing they say is like are do you want any drinks you want a cocktail are you sure you don't want a cocktail like as someone that just has drinking culture yeah as someone who regularly rejects alcohol i am aware of how much they still try to push it even my uber eats is like if you order alcohol this week you'll get 40 percent off or like if you get something from the grocery store and add alcohol to your cart you'll get 40 percent off which to me I'm is just like sit on my couch and 
And I think just like knowing people who and having family members who are like in and out of rehab facilities, you just become very aware of that, like how hard it must be for someone who's already struggling so hard to not do that, to constantly have that pushed in their face. I just wish we had more places that were like safe for people recovering from addiction, you know? Definitely. I agree with you. And I don't know. I like to drink. I wish it didn't make me feel like I was dying. Mm -hmm. Um because then I don't like to drink. Like, <laughs> totally. I just can't do it. I just, I simply can't do it, you know? It's just not something I'm able to do these days. Well, I think it's just so, like, even those, all the mom wall art things, like, it's drink o'clock. Yeah, it's, it's wine, wine o'clock. <laughs> or like, like, don't talk to me until I've had my vodka. Or like, just, I don't know. It's <laughs> When you say it like that, that is so insane. <laughs> it is. It's so sad, too. Like, how, no wonder we have such a widespread issue with alcoholism because mm. it's just shoved down your throat even if you're trying everything to ignore it. Yeah, how the drink, just, we have a, a binge drinking culture. We just, mm -hmm. we just do. But uh, that's, that's, that's just a little tangent on that. You know what though? Speaking of alcohol, it's a mm. little separately. I've been trying um, like natural wine, like orange wine lately. Huh, I didn't even know I, that was a thing. So, okay, so <laughs> it's called orange wine, I guess, because it has, hmm, it's like orange? the color of it. No, it's not oh. made of oranges. Oh. And I thought it was made of oranges for a very long time. So when people would order orange wine, I was like, I'm fine with grape wine. Thank you. <laughs> um, apparently, it's just because they make it without preservatives or something. And then like it has skin contact, like the skin of the grape stays on the grape. So it's more oh. like... I don't know, but it's good and because it's like natural and doesn't have mm -hmm. preservatives and stuff, It I have not been getting headaches or like feeling sick when I drink it. I'm so um, for that. That sounds yeah. way better. That reminds me of like moving to organic tampons and how much better I felt immediately. Yes. Anything yes. that's a little bit less processed. I we need would... less preservatives in our yeah. stuff in, in America. So, but mm -hmm. yeah, I had, I had a glass with my dinner on and I wasn't like fucked up or goofy mm -hmm. like I normally would be after one glass of wine or like feeling sick you know I was like normal mm. I did do something very slutty and I did talk about it on the um, <laughs> Patreon episode but I'll, I I feel it's best to repeat it here because because we're proud I, of this first of all we're proud of it second of all maybe you've wanted to do this and have questions because you know I I sort of texted my my like New York girls group chat and they were like we've never done that so you tell us you know so well, not now. And now I feel like it seems like I did something crazy. I didn't. It wasn't really crazy at all. It was just like kind of slutty. Uh, I just didn't wear underwear, like no underwear, none, mm. zero underwear, which I've never done before. I've never left my house and like didn't have underwear on. You know, totally there. Yeah, totally tangent. <laughs> I am also like that. And I see on Twitter that there are a lot of people who just like that's how they always are. And I'm shocked. I'm like, how do you do that? But, you know, different strokes. I don't, I don't know folks. how you do it because the entire time I was so conscious of the fact that I did not have underwear on. Like the whole time I was thinking like, oh, one wrong move. It's all over. Like it is all over. And also like every time I would sit down somewhere, I'd be like, is worried. Am I, is my, mm. am I? You know, like, I just did not like that one bit, but it was worth it and fun because I told him at dinner when we were sitting in a booth 
Mm. And he was very happy to hear it. And there I'm was sure he absolutely loved that. <laughs> oh, of course he loved that. And I loved it. It's fun to make things fun. You know, I feel like that's a really good piece of advice, too, for people who've been in relationships for a long time and they like haven't what, been as interested. <laughs> yeah, they have. if they haven't been as interested in sex like recently with their partner, mm. like doing something like that, I feel would... Because you, as you were saying, you're so conscious of it the entire night. I feel like that amount of buildup is sometimes what those people need. Yeah, and it and it was because it was sort of like a, it was like foreplay the whole night. Where because it was like sixty percent of the night, I had this like secret. <laughs> I was like, oh, you're gonna love this. I have a secret. Um, and then when I told him, it was like, I don't know. There was there was you know. We have a secret. <laughs> we have a secret, and there was canoodling. Um, I did get caught by the waiter. Did I tell you this? Yeah, you did on the Patreon I remember, episode. I don't remember what I said on the you Patreon episode. You blacked out? Apparently. Well, like, this no. is the thing. We didn't get drunk last time we did a drunk episode. And this time we really wanted to. So we overdid it is the issue. <laughs> <laughs> I got caught because we were like goofing around. Like we were not like fucking at the booth. Okay. I'm right. going to be very clear. We were not being... It was just a public. canoodle. It was a and light we were, canoodling. There was light canoodling. And at one point, he, I sort of like had jokingly put my hand on his leg and he like jokingly <laughs> was placing, like he grabbed my hand to put it on his lap. And mm. the waiter came over at the exact moment that there was contact. And we, all three of us kind of like looked mm. at each other and immediately it was the most, it was so sincerely embarrassing because he was like how's your meal and I was like <laughs> so good mm, delicious loving it love it just so good think, thinking about just, dessert just not, nothing nothing crazy and I was like should I play that off differently but no it was it was so clear it was a clear crotch grab like it wasn't subtle and you know I think that you're valid and you're living Thank your you. truth and you're having yeah. fun and yeah. I just think I'm just happy to hear about it. I'm, you know, the days of hearing a story and being like, oh, I want to kill him. I'm ready for that to be the past. Yeah, me too. <laughs> and I'm sure you guys want that as well. Oh, don't we all? You know, we would, we would all love to be believing in love again via our parasocial connections. I have a parasocial so relationship with Ellie. It's and that's true. And mm -hmm. but here's my question: Are you going to go on a date before June? Uh, it is the way we said this in January, and I was like, one date by June. That's and it was like, reasonable. oh yeah, totally. That sounds easy. That sounds so easy. Um, yeah, no, it's mid it's almost mid May. And here's the thing, though: I'm moving right now. I'm moving back into Los Angeles June first. So the timing of this deal in my personal life schedule hasn't been great. Um, I would, in my okay. ideal world, my uh -huh. friends would set me up on various dates with eligible batch people, bat pe batch people, bat and people, <laughs> <laughs> bachelor slash yeah. Anyway, um, and then I would just go on many first dates, and then there would be a second round, and then I would mm -hmm. maybe like mm -hmm. cut them all off and be alone again. <laughs> In my ideal world, it ends with me like having a decent date and then stopping. <laughs> so it seems like really like a lot of work for nothing. Um, <laughs> wouldn't you rather go on a date and maybe it goes somewhere and maybe it doesn't, but there's a chance? Um, 
Well, I'm not saying that, well, so that's just what I was realizing my ideal scenario was when I was talking about it. Mm. Um, my ideal scenario wasn't it going well, but like having a fun time, not it going horribly. <laughs> yeah, this is rough for me. I don't know. You guys, it's so weird. Like I'm really just not the most. <laughs> I feel like the longer that I don't date, the more I enjoy the fact that I'm not dating, which is confusing Fair. i guess but also the other people i've talked to who are doing the same right now agree and have also experienced the same um i think it makes sense i mean dating is very stressful it introduces a lot of stress in your life and if you're mm-hmm. not somebody who uh necessarily has like a super high sex drive or or something like that mm. um maybe it's like whatever for until you find the right person and yeah. Theoretically, that person will come when they come. Well, I think the thing is that this summer I do want to initiate hanging out with friends more and maybe going to more group events with people. So that might just come with um, being more social in general and having a roommate for the first time in five years. Like I'm going to be seeing humans more and not as much of a hermit. So I don't know. It could happen, but probably not by June 1st, besties. Okay, That's- fine. What about <laughs> June 30th? I'll give you the whole month of June. <laughs> Um, we probably are going to have like a move-in party and host some game nights at our count. place. Okay. You have to have a one-on-one with somebody. But that implies that I have to like get on a dating app. You don't have to. Does it not? No, you don't You don't have to do that. You can do that if you want to. Hmm. Can you believe we're both going to be in our roommate era again? I'm honestly shocked by that. How I know. We, but I think it'll be good. I'm worried it might go bad. But it could be okay. No. You wrote down, we wanted to talk about how bad moving is. Uh. <laughs> I don't, if anyone else is moving right now, this is very topical. And if you have ever moved, I'm sure you can relate. But yeah, here's the thing about moving. They got to do something about moving. Mm. Like they got to, there's just, they have to fix it. Because every part of the process is absolute misery. Like mm. it, there's nothing about moving that doesn't shave years off of your life. And... And I don't think hardly any of us are able to be homeowners these days. So we all have to move quite frequently. And I find it to be very disturbing that people don't care more that we are suffering these atrocities. We're suffering atrocities. Yeah. Although I do love picking out furniture and whatnot. I know, but that's like the easy part. You know, that's like the Mm. fun part. That's the only fun part. Like like getting all the documents. Mm-hmm. And then they're looking through your bank statements and judging you. And they're looking at your credit state or credit thing. Score. Me and Julia both checked ours. Honestly, I thought mine was going to be really bad and it was pretty good. So mine is in the green as well, shockingly. Yeah, like actually shocking. (laughs) I didn't expect. Yeah, well, it's a bad system and we're all unhappy with it. But once we move, hopefully we'll be there for a while. (laughs) <laughs> um i just wanted to really quickly talk about king midas <laughs> okay no that's and i would love to hear about king midas i did okay. not know he was a real king i thought he was just a myth i didn't know he was a real king either okay so king midas he was a real king he was the king of the phrygians Phryg- p-h-y-r phrygian phrygian it's phrygian well the Person who was the professor that I was listening to said Phrygians. Oh, said Phrygians. But someone else said Phrygians. So it's one of those, but it's spelled P-H-Y. 
whatever. Anyway, they're like, it's in a Turkey area and they apparently have Greek and Armenian ancestry. Um, it's in, what is it called? Not mid-Asia, but it's in Asia Minor. It's like between Asia and Europe. So it was like the big island looking space off of there. Anyway, yeah, he was a real king. Um, they found these tumulus, which is like tombs, but like these grassy mounds that were man-made. And it was <laughs> in Gordian, the capital. <laughs> and there was no gold. This is what's crazy. Okay, obviously you guys know the story of King Minos, right? He had wished for gold and he everything he touched turned to gold and it ended badly. Um, so people kind of just assumed that he must have had a lot of gold or like he must have loved gold or something and that's why this myth kind of came out of it. Mm. Um, but yeah, they found his father's tomb that he built and like the surrounding tombs and they're not sure about his specifically, but... No golds, just um, the oldest standing wooden structure, though, however, because it was 56 meters below the ground, it didn't change temperature, no new air came in. So that was a big win for archaeologists. Maybe, maybe like in the olden days, mm -hmm. wood was more valuable and <laughs> it was like the gold of the time. Well, so what they think is because... <laughs> <laughs> and that's a that's a great that's a great thought. Thank but you. what they think is because they had this kind of pigment on their clothing that had a golden sheen to it that the poor people must have looked at them and thought they were made of gold. And then it kind of just came out of that. Also there's like gold flecks in the river there. So um they made up that myth as like a reason for why there were gold flecks in the river. You know how we in Stardew Valley bring that bowl to the river the to mm -hmm, so people do yeah, that in that area. <laughs> yeah. I <laughs> okay. Or you know, and it's very possible also cuz grave robbers robbed lots of graves. No, this in, like, is the, the whole 1800s. thing. The, these oh. graves weren't robbed. They can like prove that these weren't robbed and wow. they were like sealed because there were a lot of grave robbers. However, they were pretty smart about how they did it. It was never in the middle or on the sides. Like it was really hard to find. The people who were doing this site had to for 30 days 24 hours a day like drill into different areas like 100 different areas until they found one of them so it was like oh. pretty intricately kept and you know i don't know i just think it's very fun no gold speaking of mummies did you see that tiktok of the girl who said that she thought that the English ate her family and then she talked what? about how <laughs> British people would eat m mummies like they ate the mummies that were in sarcophaguses what is that true true but she did this whole thing about how she she thought that British people ate her family um, and I didn't see so. that, but that's insane. And I also got mad at British people this week because oh. British people have been trying it on Twitter. And if you're British out there, I'm sorry, I'm not mad at you. However, oh, yeah, we have a new king. We do have a new king. Well, we don't have a new well, king. We don't have a but new there king, is a but, new king you know, out there. They on, have a new king. Y'all yes. have a new king. Hope you're proud of him. Good luck with that, XX. Um, <laughs> and a new queen. But British people were like saying that Americans thought Chipotle was Mexican food and Olive Garden was Italian food. And I was like, people don't actually think that. <laughs> wow, I'll fight. And I've actually said this a hundred times. This is like a very something that's near and dear to my heart. Mm. We love fast casual, not 
because mm-hmm. it's authentic. But exactly. Because it is not. Olive Garden mm-hmm. is not Italian food. It's Olive Garden. Chili's is not Tex-Mex. It's Chili's. Right. And I have never once been like, ooh, I want some authentic Mexican food. I'm going to go to Chipotle. Let's go to Chipotle. <laughs> And that made me really mad. And I don't have a patriotic bone in my body, but when I see British people attacking our food and they're British, that gets me going. Okay, mushy peas on French fries. Exactly. And then they always bring it to a place of school shootings. Always. Every time. Always. I made that that TikTok once that was like, um, I think it's funny to imagine British people talking about dick sizes in centimeters. And not inches, because like, it yeah, is. It's funny. And then a bunch of people was like, "Well, at least we're not shooting up our school." I was like, "Jesus Christ! <laughs> oh my God! It's, it's not that big of a deal." British people, if you're out there, get together and work on that, and talk about it, and improve yourselves. And of course, it's yeah. not every British person, but there's always at not. least a couple. So in every discourse, there's always at least a couple. Honestly, it was a pretty depressing week. So it was not for me personally, but just like in the world. It was a depressing oh, yeah. like, of, news week. Depressing news. Yeah. yeah. Um, I think there was what there was a different country had a couple mass shootings and immediately Serbia, Serbia. They had a couple mass shootings and immediately put in these laws to like buy back guns and change the age. And I don't know. It's just good for fucking them. Sorry. Would love to experience that. Yeah, can't really. Um, roadside attraction. This is a rough week. It's a rough week for the roadside attraction. Ellie is sad. You are probably sad too. We're all sad. New song. <laughs> New song. Um, yeah, well, okay. So in many ways, I'm not sad because Taylor Swift announced Speak Now, Taylor's version, which I'm... You have to understand, Speak Now was my favorite album. It... Um, it shaped me into the woman that I am today. Mm. Uh, and I've been looking forward to this from the day she announced the re-records. So this is very huge for me. I'm very excited. I can't believe we're getting re-records and vault songs. Like, y'all please pray for my friend John Mayer. Ain't nothing wrong with him. He's just about to be dead. Um, mm-hmm. So unfortunately, there was sort of another thing that and, happened and this in, is, in Swift World. And this is the roadside attraction certainly worth staring at um I, i'm gonna look away <laughs> so it's not confirmed there it's weirdly it's yeah too it's there's okay it's not confirmed but there it's have been hard to deny i'm denying it uh, there have been some assertions that <laughs> perhaps taylor swift and maddie healy of the 1975 are dating oh i just got sick um to my stomach <laughs> but listen uh, look, if you're a 1975 fan, it's like, I get it. I mean, I don't really get it, but like, that's okay. You know, he's a stinky little man and he's not good enough for her. He said a lot of bad things, evil things. Recently and, this year, followed yeah. Kyle Rittenhouse, like, and the, and the did a is, and, Nazi salute on stage and said, thank you, Kanye, a couple months so ago. So true. And so, look, I don't personally really believe it um, because I think what really is happening is that they did a song together for the Speak Now vault and they're like promoting it. It's going to be a single or something. That's honestly what I think is happening here. Like, I don't think, because she would, would not love. be this publicly, like, it, 
it just it would be it doesn't make sense given the way that she has treated her dating life for the last like however many years like i don't think she really ever did that much with even joe alwyn to speculate like the the stage mouthing word situation sort of do shit like that in the beginning but it's like it's just like no i'm he's shorter than her and he's stinky and i just don't i'm just makes me upset but listen listen we have all had really weird rebounds i just personally like wouldn't make my rebound so public so that's why i don't think it's like real you know yeah like if you're having like an embarrassing rebound or a rebound at all you don't make that public as a celebrity because then people will talk about it and then it's not like low-key you know it's not a rebound it's like a whole thing so I feel like I think that I think there's a music thing happening like I don't think they're dating or I think and I also think it's annoying that like Taylor Swift is doing like the biggest tour of all time and performing for three hours every night like her entire discography people are screaming crying to be there she performed for three hours in the rain last night until 1 30 in the morning and the only thing people are talking about <laughs> the only thing is this stinky little british man i mean honestly there's more tweets about it than the speak now taylor's version announcement it is sad to see you hate to see it but yeah i i yeah i'm not even gonna go there because I that is it. I really unfortunate it. so we are gonna stick with the stance that we're not going to we're going to choose to believe it's a PR stunt. It's a yes. music scheme. We don't see it. We don't hear it. You know, it's funny because the way that this is being treated is <laughs> like K-pop. If a singer starts dating someone, it's called a scandal. Um, they're like kind of allowed to if they've debuted a long time ago and they've been out there for a while. But if they're like especially a newer idol, if they're found dating anyone, it's like a huge disappointment to their fans. They're like, this is so disappointing. I didn't think you were like that. And they're (laughs) like seen as being correct to think that way. Like the idols owe things to their fans and they, in their contracts, have to agree and sign that they won't date for a long time after debut. So it's kind of funny because that's how it goes (laughs) in K-pop and it's almost going that way. Like it's a scandal that she might be dating someone and that's usually not really fully the case in America or like with American Um, artists. It's sort of like it reminds me of the meme that's like, isn't there someone you forgot to ask? You know, (laughs) (laughs) it's like Taylor Swift and Maddie Huey in a relationship consensually. Isn't there someone you forgot to ask? And it's the fans being like, we're not okay with this, mom, mother, mom. We're not going to call him dad, okay? Yeah, I mean, it's just rough. And she could do better for a rebound. I just, it doesn't make sense. I've never been a 1975 listener either. Not, I have no opinions on the music. It's probably decent music, but I, um, I'm just not really a big listener of most music. So I don't have many thoughts on him. I know that Mm -hmm. he used to have way more of a mainstream mainstream is it stream yeah mainstream following a while ago before he started saying really disgusting things oh he called ice spice a fat chinese lady on a podcast a couple months ago too and then did like a fake like asian accent um making fun of her saying like i rap and stuff it was really gross and i think he said some anti-muslim things as well so we can't be dating this man taylor it's very disappointing if true and that's why we're gonna not believe it (laughs) (laughs) but i am really excited about speak now i was on the date when 
it was announced like I got I wasn't obviously on my phone so I went and checked my phone and my best friend from high school Julianne had, had texted me and she said I said from high school I said from high school because I knew you were going to make that face you still said um, my best friend from high school um she had texted me and she said speak now tv and I literally like draw I like almost I like truly started tearing up I like freaked out I was like oh my god fuck oh my god shit and he was like oh my god what happened is everything okay I was like, I was like hold on and then I was like so excited I was freaking out and he like took pictures of me uh looking at my phone at the announcement that's so cute I would like to see the pictures I'm sure they're horrifying I'm sure I'm my eyes are gleaming like like scary and I'm like I look like a gremlin or something like I was so excited but I love gremlin Ellie that's one of my favorite Ellie's really <laughs> mm-hmm so we're gonna drive away and never come back (laughs) (laughs) yeah we're not even we're just gonna sort of spit (laughs) we're Mm. gonna run away yeah it's Uh, rough and and move into our our main topics which were submitted by y'all Late Night Drive with Ellie and Michaela is brought to you by BetterHelp. Um, so I love therapy. I have always been a huge advocate for therapy. I've been seeing my therapist for, gosh, going on six years now. So she's basically like a homie, less of a therapist, more of a pal. Just kidding. She actually is really, really good at her job. And I have benefited immensely from therapy. I literally feel like I wouldn't be the woman that I am today if I didn't have therapy as a resource. I think it's so good to help you work through not only like your daily problems and you know your work issues or your friend issues, your relationship issues, but also like work through things that have been patterns in your life that maybe you've identified but don't really know how to fix or things like phobias, anxieties, things that you feel like you have a lack of control over. Therapy can be really helpful in making you feel like you do actually have control because you have more control than you think that you do. But I know that it is not easy for everybody to access therapy. And that's why I love today's sponsor, BetterHelp, because, uh, I mean, there are states in America even where there's like two therapists that take insurance, you know, like it's really, really important to have access to mental health and not everybody does. And BetterHelp makes it super, super easy. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give it a try. It is entirely online. It's designed to be convenient, flexible and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. So get it off your chest, whatever it is, with BetterHelp. <laughs> Visit betterhelp.com slash LND today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H E L P.com slash LND. By the besties, by the princesses. We love to get little questions and whatnot from you guys. And one thing I would say is we were shocked that people care about Stardew Valley. <laughs> oh my God, wait. So many of you were like, talk about Stardew Valley. I'm like, what do you want to hear about Stardew Valley? I mean, I will tell you that I've married mm. uh, Elliot. 
um, and yeah. Sebastian. Sebastian mostly because it was a challenge, you know? Like, I really I really liked the chase. On, it, he was difficult. He's but hard to get to. He's always in his room, so. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but he likes frozen tears, and so... Once oh, you figure easy. that out, it's easy. Once you have um, a void chicken, you're sold. Yeah, you're done because he loves void <laughs> eggs. Um, but yeah, um, but if I had to divorce him, um, I would probably marry Maru because she has a lot of, she gives you good gifts from what I You know, heard. I think that your faves are the ones that I have the least amount of hearts with. Sebastian and Elliot, I did not care for. They, I maybe have like five hearts with them. Yeah, I've almost, I have almost dated Shane, too. I hate him. I think he's because the ugliest. Because I can fix him. Oh, my God. You know, I I had something going a little bit with um Sam, the blonde, and then... Really? He, I find him so difficult to talk to. He was, like, one of the easiest because I could buy pizza from the saloon and then just give him a pizza. And <laughs> you can do that with Shane, too. <laughs> well, yeah, with a beer, but I honestly can't buy Shane beer because just morally, I feel like... No, I, no, you can give him pizza. Oh, I give him. I didn't know you could give Shane pizza. I've been giving them red peppers. I give him and the mayor red peppers all the time. Pepper poppers, <laughs> just the peppers. Oh, I didn't know they liked just. the They peppers. both love the peppers, just the peppers, and that's an easy crop. Yeah, that is an easy crop because it keeps growing. Anyway, so surprised how many people were interested in Stardew Valley, but um, yeah, it's a really fun game and you should play it. Yeah, I'm really enjoying it. I'm kind of slowing down now. I'm not like on it 24 seven all the time because honestly, I finished most of it. So yeah, but you have to achieve perfection. Yeah, that's what I'm heading towards now. I'm trying to sell items, cook the foods. Um, wow. That is crazy. I don't know. It's, and then you can start a new save and try different things all over again. Yeah, I think there might be an update coming. I think the guy said it won't there be is. as extensive as the coming. Ginger Island one, however. But I'm excited to have some updates. Yeah, so if you're out there and this is what you wanted, um, there you go. If you didn't, <laughs> if you didn't, never wanted this, never asked for it and didn't hope for it, sorry. I hope you fast forwarded through it. <laughs> um, the vibe for the summer? Yeah, huge. So last year, mm. um, I instituted uh, what was known as Volleyball Girl Summer because the idea oh. was, okay, you know those girls at the beach and they're playing beach volleyball and they're very <laughs> tan and must, like athletic looking and their hair is like natural and you know that they smell like salt and like sunscreen and they're just <laughs> naturally glowing from their like volleyball playing like that's who i wanted to be so fucking badly last summer that doesn't ring a bell to me at all you don't know the volleyball girl come on well to be honest or the like two a months... surfer girl or something like yeah no, no 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 i know i know what you're saying you now but vibe, like yeah. but but i don't remember you wanting to be a volleyball girl last summer it was a it was a podcast thing but okay yeah um i was so broad I, <laughs> you were broad and i was volleyballing but mm. um yeah, I still honestly stick by wanting to be my best volleyball girl self every summer. Like, that's just such a vibe to be, like, tan and happy and natural and mm. smelling like sunscreen. And, like, I just, it makes me happy to think of just, like, having a laid back, calm summer. I want to be know? the girl who's, like, at the park on a blanket maybe reading a little book or like listening to a podcast with her friend also sitting next to her doing other stuff and then maybe they have like some yummy foods in between them 
Uh-huh. Um, I want to do more activities, go to the park more, go to museum, art fair things in town. Would love to do more activities. Maybe I always say the summer of activities and it never happens, but it's going it, to we're going to do it. I want to ask people to hang out first and wear long skirts. Um, oh, God, last summer I wanted to wear long skirts. Well, it's definitely a huge thing now. And your favorite site, Abercrombie, apparently is a good source of them. They always have cute stuff, but I can't mm-hmm. wear them. They look crazy on me. Oh, but can't you tailor them? I just or look like just, I'm wearing. You don't like long skirts. Like I just, it just mm. doesn't really work on my little. My little Such is life. Well, I'll be wearing long skirts. Um, Love that. I'm going to be getting morning sun and taking cold showers in the morning. But not cold, okay. cold, but like slightly cold because I was reading about how to improve your serotonin and your baseline of serotonin and getting early morning sun and taking a slightly cold, uncomfortable shower apparently are the best ways to do that. And I want to make bread, finish a book, use Facebook Marketplace, and maybe do some shrooms. <laughs> I think all of those are good vibes. I think hmm. like... The vibe I'm going for for the summer is like winning the IDGAF war, like winning the (laughs) I don't give a fuck war, (laughs) like really just like following the things that I want to do and enjoying myself Mm. and like spending time with people that I love and like really prioritizing like my own joy and like my own sense of calm and not doing any bullshit like no bullshit just things I want to do and I would even say doing things that you want to do that you're not that great at like um if you wanted to try a new activity I feel like I don't know if we've talked about this before but I used to always have a mindset that I had to have been practicing something since the age of like eight in order for it to be a viable hobby for me I guess I don't know how else to describe it instead of like just becoming good at something at any stage in my life or becoming mediocre at it or just enjoying it so just like doing little fun things like that I think because someone also asked about like stuff to do when you're not working daily routine when you're not working and that's a big part of it for me that's a big part of our lives it's like trying to come up with a daily routine (laughs) finding a little hobby like I now have my Korean lessons on Wednesdays and I always know that Wednesdays I'm going to be doing that um I want to go to more like flea markets and thrifty vibe places I think I want to take myself on more dates. I think like when you mm. are not working and like you have to come up with a schedule, you have to get comfortable with doing things with yourself. Yeah. Like, you have to become because you, you're not going to not everybody has the same schedule as you. Not everyone is going to be off at the same times as you or be able to accompany you on things. You have to start being a girly who likes, you know, going somewhere by yourself if you want to go to the art museum and you don't have anything to do when it's a wednesday but all your friends are working go by yourself yeah no one i've never gone to an art museum with someone and like seen someone alone and been like wow that's embarrassing i've been like "Ooh, look at them so mysterious mysterious. and cool (laughs) they must really care about the art that's an aesthetic i'd really love to have alone at the art museum Museum. wait that should be it Yes, and she's got like a, a mysterious dress on and yeah. she's like nodding at the painting like, wow. <laughs> or like I she has this. her headphones in and she's clearly listening to someone talk about the painting in, as she's watching it. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Oh wait, I, I want to be her so bad. <laughs> 
Also, if you have any interest in this, I remember I found this website that does um, college courses for free online that you can enroll in. And they're like basically college classes that you can enroll in and they're free and they're um, like taken from Harvard or MIT or whatever school has a really good class in that. And then basically they just have all of the assignments listed there and they have um, like lectures recorded And if you have absolutely no job or thing to do, that can be really fulfilling. However, if that doesn't sound fun to you, don't do it. (laughs) (laughs) I also like to have like a vague, a vague schedule, not like regimented down to the minute, but like vaguely know that like Tuesdays I grocery shop, you know? Mm, Yeah. And like, you know, uh, well, Tuesdays I don't grocery shop anymore because my schedule has changed, but that used to be my grocery shop day. Um, Now it's podcast day. Now it's podcast day. Um, (laughs) But yeah, like um, if I have any appointments, I always do them on Wednesdays. If I, you Mm. know, yeah. Or like, yeah, I try to do like a workout class on like a Friday. Like I try to like give myself parameters without making it too regimented and with cleaning as well. I'll be like, you know what? On Sundays Mm. we clean. You know, I'm also thinking of what you mentioned earlier about making it more fun. And you could be like, mm-hmm. "Ooh, like Trader Joe's Thursdays. I love going to Trader Joe's on a Thursday because you, you can know. make playlists for every activity that you do throughout the week. That's a lovely idea. And it does make it sort of fun. Like, ooh, I'm going to put out my grocery shopping playlist. It's fun to have time and we should be very blessed to have time to do the things that we might want to do and interrogate our curiosities with that time because we spend so much of our time just trying to avoid life and drain through it. And that's sad, is it not? It's sad. Let's fix it. (laughs) It is sad. And honestly, like, I don't want to waste my life. I want to enjoy myself and be a girl at a museum or a girl Mm. playing beach volleyball. Like, (laughs) I just, I, I want to make the best of the time that I have and... Part of doing that is forcing myself to have a little bit of a routine because it's really easy to fall into not doing anything at all. Yeah. Um, we got a question about the loneliness epidemic by the, the Surgeon General <laughs> said. This is not shocking because, first of mm. all, we've got new social media apps like TikTok that take up so much more time than any app before, I would say. And then we have just come out of a pandemic. Um, and obviously the stats, we're not going to read them exactly because it's boring, but the stats are saying that people are much lonelier than they used to be and spending time with people less than they used to be. And I think it's interesting how phones, like, they take away the fact that we hang out with people, but then they also make it easier for some of us to interact with people. Well, it's like we stay connected easier, but right. we're also not seeing each other in person and it's just not the same thing. Like, yeah. it's not to say that like a relationship, you know, that you might have with somebody that you don't see very often is not as fulfilling, mm-hmm. but, you know, we need human connection and we need touch and we need socialization and, and we need those things. And I would say this is where The Sims is really onto something because hanging out with someone in person really filled that social bar in a way that calling them did not. That's so true. And they're so right for that. And <laughs> no, um, and, and it's interesting. I think we're like really in a weird time and a lot of people are feeling isolated. It's like it goes down to the fact that we just have this real lack of community in America like there, mm. there isn't a sense of like 
we're all in this together, you know? <laughs> That's so such a true is a lot of, thing. Isn't it? Because like, like, we all feel a little bit like on our own kid. So it's there's loneliness, I think, in that. Like, and I think we have less emphasis on even just the family, the article was saying, and, um, Mm -hmm. (laughs) I don't know. Sorry, I forgot what I was It's okay. I'm being distracting. It's my fault. (laughs) Every time I talk, you have some kind of, like, sneeze or face thing. (laughs) Everything is itchy, like, so itchy. And the article was also saying that just people don't go to things like worship houses or spend as much time with their family members even or just Mm. regular community gathering. Um, I feel like that's part of why going to a flea market sounds fun to me. Like, you feel like you're a part of your town's community there because you're seeing all these people represent, like, I grow flowers 10 minutes away or I built this wood piece 20 minutes away. Like, that's kind of nice to have that sense a little bit, at least, of the people you live near. Yeah, that's what's like lovely about living in New York because you're always surrounded by people. So even Mm -hmm. just going on a walk is helpful to be like around people. Yeah. Ooh, how to be more whimsical. I feel like we kind of talked about that a little bit in the vibe for summer. I feel like our vibe for summer vibe was a little bit is, is a bit whimsical. whimsical. I would say but I, I feel am like always you're more whimsical than I am. You know? I, I prioritize whimsy pretty highly. I yeah. would say, like, if it's not whimsy, then it's not for me. Every... Yeah, I'm pretty practical, but I would love to be more whimsical. Well, you could be more whimsical. You just yeah. need I'm... to heal a little more. <laughs> It's hard to find whimsy without healing. <laughs> okay, but you know, think about how you would have had whimsy in the last few weeks. Like, where would where the whimsy have been? Whimsy? Where there was, was no the room? room for whimsy. <laughs> sometimes, there was no room for whimsy. Sometimes the whimsy's knocking, banging down the door, and you're like, "There's not no space. I, I can't <laughs> let you in right now." <laughs> I have a needle in my taint. I I can't be you whimsical. Can't. I just can't. Like, you can't find whimsy in that, you know? Mm-hmm. You can, certainly later in life, you can look back on it and make it a whimsical whimsical chat. But <laughs> in the moment, no whimsy. <laughs> that was wild. Sorry about that. <laughs> you just read me. I, I would like to be more whimsical, though. Perhaps, um, I don't know. What does whimsy mean to you? It's hard to explain whimsy, I feel. I feel like whimsy is just something you have to innately recognize in... You look at it and you say, that's whimsy. Here you are. It's nice to see you again. <laughs> like so when you have the opportunity, you should take it. Absolutely. And, you know, you see some silly little gnome on Facebook Marketplace mm. and you buy that gnome and you put him in your backyard and there's some whimsy, you know, you just that find, you feel whimsy and you grab it, you grab it tight. <laughs> whimsy. I feel for me is often, you know, being a little, letting myself be a little magical, like be a little. Yeah, exactly. Believe in magic a little bit or believe in manifestation a little bit or, you know. It's like when you're looking at a bunch of movies and one of them has these vibrant gold tones instead of the Mm. cool tones, the vibrant gold Mm. tone, green tones or the whimsy. That's whimsy. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Maybe it's like embracing your inner child a little bit. 
yeah, like how I want to plan a field day and have like potato sack races oh and like those little scooters that everyone hated and little like pennies to wear and play games. I don't know. That's that would to me. not heal my inner child. My inner child hated field day. You didn't like field day? Well, we could destroy the scooter. I don't with- like gym class. Well, field day was fun to me and most of the people I've talked to about it. No, so 90% I guess of people, I'm sorry. I just was not, I was not an athletic child. I was going to get like a trophy designed. <laughs> and I was going to have a little whistle to me. But yeah, I don't know. Maybe, um, maybe think about where the magic is and follow it. Oh, that's kind of a beautiful thing to say. Thank you. Um, There were some questions about my dating life. We already talked about the June 1st thing. What was the other one? I think you texted Are it you, to me. Do you, do you talk to people at oh. all? Or, you know, <laughs> like, is it like a, you secretly are flirting? You just don't go on dates or... That's I mean, I know so answer, funny. But. That's so funny. No, not at all. Literally, not even <laughs> for one moment. I mean, like, I have exes reach out, but that's the extent of it. And, like, I will reply maybe twice and then move on. If you're... T- <laughs> it's not what bad ones. It? It's okay. not bad okay. ones. Okay. In the last few months, like, four of them, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> And there then was also, a day where like three of them reached out on the same day. Yeah, like, yeah, sometimes there's just something. That. There's maybe it's like a hint you give off on your social media somehow, or like <laughs> some I don't know what it is, but sometimes it's everyone at once. Maybe it's something in the air. Um, there was one Lindsay. that I wouldn't count because it wasn't an ex, but it was just like a thing. And he texted me to say that he met someone who had a similar phone number to me. And I was like, okay, that's crazy. Okay, like, I feel like I didn't need to know that, but thank you. <laughs> Thanks um, <for> that. <laughs> he was like, she told me her phone number, and I was like, oh my god, that's almost Michaela's. And I was like, okay, also, like, why do you, why do you know that? I don't, I don't know. know anybody's phone number. <laughs> that one was a psychotic one. But no, I really don't talk to anyone at all. Um, mystery debunked. I know that there was a time in my life where if I heard that, I'd be like, that's crazy. I can't imagine not even like having someone on the back burner that you like talk to at least sometimes. But mm-hmm. I don't. Not mm-hmm. at all. Not even the slightest amount. <laughs> no men on the burner. <laughs> yeah. but Nobody um, on the burner. Yeah. No human beings at all. I'm sort of just quiet and living but i have many friends i'm very popular oh. Oh. i can't hear you try again i said but i have many oh. friends yeah so many friends and you're so loved mm. so you i should make friends what you oh yeah you should just make friends make friends be more likable um make people really just appreciate your company have you considered <laughs> making more friends have you considered being a joy to be around by your platonic mm. friendships who want nothing sexual from you? Because I do. <laughs> Sweet. <laughs> People love you. What are you I what are you nervous you laughing too. at? I'm so loved. Um, okay. How to get over your fear of dates slash one-on-one hangouts. I just wrote pills, heart. Hope that helps, but I don't know. <laughs> and you know what's so funny? That's sort of my answer. I I listen. Mm. There is a Xanax on me at all times. Okay, mm. I am staying strapped. Okay, like 
always there's i'm not going somewhere if i do not have an emergency supply of that medication because i get fucking nervous and it goes away you just need to know that you have the parachute if you need it yeah i'm not popping you know benzodiazepines like candy you know Mm -hmm. but i always have one with me just in case i need it and it does actually help because in your head you're like i have an escape route (laughs) if i really need one um yeah but also like if you're it depends on what you're nervous about i am afraid of throwing up on the street uh (laughs) and so that's sort of my solution but um there are people who feel like well how what if i don't like it or what if i don't you know whatever like first of all you can always just leave. You can always just walk out, you know, just like skirt, like you can leave. Um, but I try to come up with like an escape plan sort of before I go into the date. Like, okay, I'm going to have a friend call me at this time, no matter what. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is the safety word. Um, this is, you know, what I will say if I'm just not having a good time, I'll have one drink or I'll whatever and be like, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry about this. But my roommate, you know, her boyfriend just broke up with her. I have to go home. She's freaking out. Or um, my dog mm-hmm. uh, is sick and I can't leave him alone for too long. <laughs> uh, like you you can just lie. They don't know. Um, and just, yeah, have your escape route planned before you go. Uh, and you won't probably have to use it. But if you do, you have it. And we also used to like sometimes FaceTime or call or like be texting each other right up until the moment that we got out of the car. Mm-hmm. We've done that before. Um, Certainly. Oh my God. The most nervous I've ever been is honestly, because I love to do my little online relationships. Someone that I've been talking to every day, like all uh-huh. day for many months and we haven't met in person yet. And then we meet. That is, oof, it's bad. I almost oh, like, yeah. it's, it's bad. almost worth not not ever meeting them i would say because <laughs> it's like oh what if it's not the same also there's so many factors like what's their vibe in like what's their energy in person mm. what do they smell like like what like how are they like what, what are they like as a person mm-hmm. it's just different what if they're gonna be rude to the waiter you just never know and that is always a concern what if they're gonna embarrass me in front of the waiter by grabbing my crotch i'm just kidding <laughs> I actually, and I live down the street from this restaurant, and I, like, have been avoiding, like, I've been walking around it, like, out of my way, because I'm scared I'm going to see the waiter, and he's going to be like, oh, that whore is back. You know, he probably is going to tweet about how every time I see Ellie Schnitt in Los Angeles, I just think about how low vibration she is. Oh, she's so low vibrational. <laughs> she sucks the energy out of the room. Um, yeah, sometimes there's questions that we get where I would love to have an answer that works every time, but all we can really do is support you and say we've all been there and we do our best, but it's probably just... (laughs) You just, you come up with your action plan Mm -hmm. and that's your plan, you know? You only have to do it once. You only have to come up with the action plan one time and follow it. Whatever, like, you're scared of, find the solution (laughs) and... Mm -hmm. Be ready to implement it if you need to, but know that you probably won't have to. Yeah. Do you have any bits you commit to in everyday life? Oh, um, I do this thing. <laughs> I've done this to you. That I've been doing this since high school. Okay. Which is that you don't, people don't always, they do notice, but they will never say anything. So instead of saying it happens, like, oh yeah, it happens. I'll say it apples. Um, 
It's just because I did it once on accident in high school. Nobody said anything. So then I just kept doing it and just being like, it apples. And nobody, no one ever says anything. Sometimes they'll be like, right like but it just makes me laugh it's a stupid bit nobody thinks it's funny except for me i think it's funny i love that you do that that's awesome good for you it apples (laughs) Um, i really don't have bits oh sorry what were you gonna say oh we we also i also have one where sometimes um i'll pretend to give advice but i'll just say sometimes in life (laughs) the important thing to remember is and that that makes me laugh (laughs) Uh, yeah see I don't have any because I'm not even I feel like usually when I do it's something I do with a friend like mm-hmm. we'll have a bit that we do to other people to like stress them out or confuse them um I used to pretend I was afraid of balloons okay which it kind of started from a sincere place because I'm scared that they'll pop in the spit <laughs> inside will get on me um oh. so oh. I used to be scared that. of like anyone popping a balloon near me because I thought the spit might like spray and get on me but then Mm -hmm. people were like oh my god that's so funny that you're scared of balloons that's so interesting so then I kind of just mm -hmm. you gotta play it up what I was gonna tell you was I think that bits in real life are just inside jokes that you have with yourself (laughs) yeah and I think it's important to have that honestly I if you don't have a bit like me I would encourage you out there to develop one and to put it into practice, because it's almost like a nod to oneself to say, we are me and love <laughs> I mean, to be me. And I do these things. I'm sure there are things that you do that you you can't think of right now, like that, that are not like coming into your head. Um, yeah. But my two most common are certainly it apples and sometimes in life. I feel like they change every year. Like I would say my friend Chrissy, she always says that's so cunt or slay or but that's like slaying she, that's not like i know bit. but i feel like there's you know? certain ways that people talk sometimes that almost becomes like oh that's their thing and if i hang out with them i'll start like saying things like that too and then the next year they have a new thing that they say mm-hmm. i don't know yeah love a bit though i love meeting people with bits like i love meeting people yeah. who are just willing to be fools because i'm not very foolish Love a jester. I love a jester. I need more jesters in my life. Yeah, I'm going to honestly sit down and research. You know, I'm going to watch some TV shows. <laughs> I'm going to write down some potential some bits. bits. I'm going to text you about them. Say, what do you think of this possible bit? It could be good. Oh, there's this thing we used to do. I don't know if this is a bit in college and it's mean. It's honestly mean, but it's kind of fun. If you're ever at like a party, well, first of all, at parties, a bit I do is lying. I I will make up facts at parties Ow. and see oh, if I anybody do that will too. correct me. Um, mm. But another bit is, okay, so <laughs> if you're like in a group of people, mm. um, you tell them or like you and your friend have like a joke. Mm-hmm. You like say a punchline and they laugh really, really hard and you have to see if you can get the other person to ask about it or if they'll pretend to laugh if they ask about it they're now part of the joke and the goal is to get as many people as possible to be laughing at a joke that is not a joke to see how many people will not ask it's like it's a game but it'll be like and i said that's my sandwich and then everybody laughs laughs, you know and see if you can get them to be like oh my god (laughs) that's you that's really funny that's so funny i would love to try that now i will be trying that. you should try that it's really funny Um, people just love to pretend people love to lie 
Yeah, that's iconic. I used, I guess I have bits on Twitter, but that's about it. Like, you know, mm. social media bits. Um, I'm going to Nintendo World in a couple days also. It's very so exciting. I'm really excited about that. It just opened. I have to go at 8 a.m., but I will be there bright-eyed and bushy-tailed. Hey. Oh, somebody, somebody DM'd me this on, on Twitter. Okay, I have a problem. My boyfriend is moving in with me next week, and I love him dearly and think this is a step in the right direction for us. I'm really not so stressed about that. I am, however, stressed because I hate his dog. <laughs> Before you slander me, I love dogs, but this dog isn't a dog. He's a demon who only exists to make everyone around him suffer. Oh, my God. He, being the dog in the sentence, is gross. Mm. He's nasty. He smells. Wow. <laughs> he's mean to other people and other dogs. <laughs> I also have a dog and she's a sweet baby angel and he's <laughs> about to make her so upset. My boyfriend has never owned a dog before him, so he thinks he's fine. He didn't even want the dog. His old frat roommate got the dog because he Googled fluffy dogs near me and found this <laughs> chow chow off Craigslist. Then the roommate quickly abandoned him because the dog sucked ass and he wanted to take him back to the guy they bought him from but my boyfriend was like i can fix him spoiler alert he couldn't fix him the dog still sucks he's untrained and he fights other dogs and bites strangers but my boyfriend insists he'll be fine and i can make it work what do i do i'm so stressed and sick about this oh my god i would love yours and michaela's take on this dire situation tldr i love my boyfriend hate his mutt please help this was so funny. Honestly, what a way with words. I, when I first heard the first sentence, didn't think I was going to be on her side. However, I now believe that this is a demonic dog who sucks and is bad. I've never heard somebody say this dog sucks. And I trust that she has tried to love this dog and isn't mm. keen to not love it, you know? Because if you can love a man, you, you can, can certainly love a dog. <laughs> I think, you know, send it to the pound. Oh, my God. <laughs> I don't know, girl. I really don't know. Ma'am, is it like, like, boyfriend, you can't move in with me unless you get that dog a fucking trainer. Get Caesar Milan right. dog whisperer up in this bitch. <laughs> like, yeah, get a dog trainer. That's always yeah. an option. I forgot about that. Mm. How old is the dog? Like, how yeah, much like, is longer? Is it a puppy? Or- Michaela. Oh my god, if it's a puppy, maybe just like did a d- dump him. <laughs> <laughs> Look, bottom line, that dog needs some discipline. Okay. Mm. You need to train that dog, but it's not your responsibility. It's your boyfriend's responsibility. This could be a hidden blessing if you guys break up because at least you know that any other girl wouldn't be able to love him <laughs> because of his dog as well. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know what to tell you, dude. Uh, I have oh nothing. Oh my god, that's so. Funny. I just feel really sorry that that sucks. I can't imagine hating. Um, yeah, I liked what you said though. Like Say that if he doesn't pay for training, you won't move in with him. I suppose. Yeah, yeah. I support. Can that. dogs get better with training? They can certainly get better. Yeah, that's like the whole point of. Training. But can they train? But can they but change some completely? Animals. I don't know. Like my my old dog, our first dog, it didn't matter what we trained him to do. He was a bad boy. He was so cute, though. And he was not a chow chow. He wasn't like a giant dog, you know? Like, he was... Yeah, I can't handle that. My dogs were very well behaved. And whenever I met a badly behaved dog, I would be like, you need to work on your manners, jumping all over my face. (laughs) Wait, my parents' dog, Josie, is so fucking cute. So when she... She gets obviously very excited when people come into the house. Um, Mm -hmm. And 
So when you come in the house, she'll like freak out and go to like jump on you and you have to say, where's your puppy? And she she will she'll freak out and then she'll run and get her puppy or like her stuffed animal and put it in her mouth and just like hit you with the, the, the dog. And it's really cute. She's not jumping on you. She's just like whacking you with a stuffed she's animal. She's such an angel. She's so perfect. She could never cause an email like this. She would never like cause a DM like this. Mm -mm. Sorry, girl. Um, well, tarot well, card of the week? Yeah. I'm going crazy. <laughs> well, two just fell out, so these are our cards. Ooh, the sun and the eight of wands. Reverse. Ooh, the sun and it's I summer. Like, I like the hey. sun for summer, a little summer sun, summer sun vibe. Um, the sun reversed is happiness, optimistic, and inner child, which is totally going along with whimsy, right? That's very whimsical. And then the eight of wands. Oh, my God. The eight of wands reversed is change of plans. So I think maybe it's saying be flexible mm. and um be willing to let your plans change and, you know, maybe things don't work out exactly the way that you um, think they will, but they still be optimistic and still have fun with it and try to find the whimsy in every situation, no matter what happens. That's beautiful. Isn't Always it? find the whimsy. Always find the whimsy. Um, if you guys want to hear our nursery rhyme episode or Speaking any of, of our other ones, I feel like there's like five bonus episodes on there now, maybe. Yeah. Um, that's patreon.com slash late night drive pod um you can follow us on instagram at late night drive pod um mm -hmm. you can tune into ellie's twitch stream Aww. which is linked in all her profiles and i don't really have anything to promote i'm kind of just in a hermit vibe <laughs> yeah, it's okay you can call our voicemail 847-282-0462 mm. and that is always linked on my profile as well um and i love you guys so, so, so much. As always, have a good day. Have a good night, wherever you are, whatever you're doing. I hope it's a great one. And we will catch you on our next drive. Thank you for coming to Lindnight Drive. We hope you enjoy the drive. Mm -hmm. Okay, like really different tune today. <laughs> but I like, I mean, I liked it. Listen. <laughs> This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.